Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show right here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Mm-hmm. I watched the Bee Gees documentary last night because it's all about the Bee Gees right now. What's you? You do this. You go and know, do I deep go, dives on, in a specific category. I know. Murder, octopuses, Bee Gees. It's true. <laughs> what do the three have in common? Uh, um, it, you know why? Because they've got a new album out, okay. which I think sounds really good. And they've got a new uh, documentary out that was getting a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people talking about it. And so I'm just digging in deep. And then people send me stuff. People send me videos. And you're, yeah, you're pretty impressionable, too. I, I know am. Elizabeth Reese describes you that way. She does? Yes, she said she like mentioned honeydew or something on the show, and then the next day you came in and said, "Hey, I was, so I went and bought honeydew or whatever it was." Yeah, yeah, I you're, do do that. A, I do. It's good. it's good that you're. I do. You know, people can give you ideas, and you're willing to check things yes. out. Yes, thanks, Steve. Okay. Um, okay, so I watched the documentary. I I liked it. I wish it was a little bit more this or that in certain areas, um, but. It, it basically tells the story of the Bee Gees, the brothers, um, Robin, Morris, and Barry. Uh, there's a little bit of Andy Gibb in there, too. Um, there's a fourth Gibb? Oh, Andy Gibb was had lots of hits. Oh. Yeah, he kind of... Barry kind of took him... Barry! Barry? Kind of took him under his wing and produced uh, for him. Uh, sadly, he died at age 30. Wow. Oh Andy Gibb had a huge crush on Andy Gibb growing up. But, um, you know, basically this is also telling the uh, the story of the evolution of disco way before Saturday Night Fever and how it influenced uh, the black and gay communities. We see a lot of New York and Studio 54. Um, and then uh, I'm sure you know about this demolition night. Have you ever heard like Kenny, our, our traffic guy, Kenny, talk about it? No. In Chicago, there was a DJ named Steve Dahl, and he did a disco demolition night where... Oh, yes. So that's part of the story, too, and how people... It was a doubleheader game. I don't know who the Cubs were playing, but people were encouraged to bring their disco records, and then they kind of blew them up on the field, and the crowd rushed the field and it turned into like all this this chaos right 
And this is all at the height of the Bee Gees career. And people saw it in in retrospect as racist and homophobic because a lot of, you know, there were a lot of black artists who came before the Bee Gees that who influenced the Bee Gees. It's just I really um, enjoyed watching it. Um, Eric Clapton is part of this. There's lots of famous people in this. Justin Timberlake is interviewed for the Bee Gees documentary, um, which is called, by the way, How How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? And um, it's funny, Justin Timberlake, I thought you would appreciate this. He <laughs> describes the Bee Gees' voices as trumpets. Uh-huh. Like they sound like <laughs> trumpets like, a, or as that's horns. That's great. And instead of using horns, they just use their own voices. Um, but and anyway, Timberlake has a bit of that, hey, you know, he kind of does that vibe. And again, he and Jimmy Fallon did their Barry yes. Gibb talk show sketch on SNL. Yes. So funny. So funny. Um, but anyway, I recommend it if you're a fan. Um, and, and then think about all the songs. So after they were no longer like they were kind of finished as far as artists go and people started to lose interest. They wrote so many amazing songs for so many other artists. Uh, they they wrote um, Heartbreaker by Dionne Warwick, uh, Woman in Love for Barbara Streisand. These are all hits. Grease for Frankie Valli. Um, Yvonne Elliman. If I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. baby. If I can't have you. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, hey, I got the tune right. You did, Donna. Thank Way you. to get the melody, my friend. Thank you. Um, they wrote Emotion for... Um, uh, Destiny's Child. Wow. They've written. Um, oh, geez. I love the 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 underground songwriting that yeah, happens with these major stars. Yeah. We we're talking about Ryan Tedder with One Republic. He's really made his fortune on songwriting. Yes, very much so. That's where the money is. Um, they wrote. Uh, did I say Dionne Warwick's Heartbreaker? Yeah. Islands in the Stream for Kenny and Dolly. Oh yeah. They've written for Celine Dion. Just uh, Diana Ross. Um, I just really enjoyed the documentary. So, where is it? Netflix. It is on HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. So, if you got the HBO, check it out. Okay. Now, what's this Anne Hathaway story? Because the headline makes it uh, makes it seem like she's mean. Okay. <laughs> no, it's very interesting because she was doing an interview. I can't remember what late night show she was on. Do you know this, Grant? Yeah, it was on. It says here Fallon. Okay, so Jimmy Fallon, uh, the Tonight Show, and just I'll let you hear it from the horse's mouth. When I was fourteen years old, I did a commercial and I, I had to get my SAG card, and uh, they asked me, "What do you want your name to be?" And I'm like, "Well, it should be my name. My name's Anne Hathaway." Like and. And, and so that seemed like the right choice, but it never occurred to me that for the rest of my life, people will call me Anne. The only person who ever calls me Anne is my mother, and she only does it when she's really mad at me, like really mad. Yeah, I know. And that. so every time like I step out in public and someone calls my name, I think they're going to yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, Anne. I'm like, what? What did I do? Dude, I'm and a nanny. So, so please, seriously, just feel free. It, it's not, people are so lovely. They don't want to pres- be presumptuous. And so I think they come up with workarounds on set because no, because because the truth is nobody's comfortable calling me Anne ever. It doesn't fit. It's not. I'm an Annie. Yeah, and so I people call I, me like Miss Annie. H. People call me Hath. So feel free, call me anything but Anne. <laughs> Isn't that wow. interesting? Why don't you just go with Annie Hathaway? Would have been a great name, Annie yeah. Hathaway, starring Annie Hathaway. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. It's you cute. know. 
my brother-in-law, Dave. Yeah, I heard of him. Frequent listener. Hey, Dave. He thought that Elizabeth Reese, and I've told Elizabeth this, should have gone by Lizzie Reese. That's that's an easy, like Annie Hathaway. Yes. Lizzie Reese. I love that. Does anyone call her Lizzie? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Totally. By the way, if you're hearing weird noises, it's because there uh, there's some work being done directly below <laughs> yeah. our studios. Oh, uh, with some power tools? Oh, I can't hear anything. It's it, like a banging. It's it, like, bang! Sounds like bang, they're bang. plowing in a post. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's deep. Totally. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're going to get disgusting when we come back, just before we Wait, warned. wait, real quick, real quick. What, 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 The what, Brendan what, Fraser what? Uh, oh. role that he's going to play. Oh, thank you for asking. Brendan Fraser, um, he is... Is he going to put on all this weight? I don't know. He has been cast to play a 600-pound middle-aged man in uh, Darren... uh, Oh, I get... Chris? Um, What? Darren Chris? Oh, no, Aronofsky. His next movie, and it's called The Whale, and it's based on an off-Broadway play, and it follows... Uh, a character named Charlie who tries to reconnect with his teenage daughter. They were estranged when he abandoned his family for his gay lover who later died. Charlie has since turned to compulsive eating out of grief. So I, I mean, Brendan Fraser has gained quite a bit of weight. I think certainly not up to 600 pounds. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see. Um, and he's still, you know, he's still doing TV. He was, I know the last thing I saw him in, he was great. I didn't even recognize him. He was in The Affair. Yes. On Showtime. Very, he's very good. 52 now. Yeah, he does look like he's put on a couple. But yeah. not, in a, not in a, a, I mean, an unhealthy way, you know. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. You know. Carries it well. Yeah, I mean, Alec Baldwin. So he still looks strange to me. I just watched Beetlejuice last night when he was all skinny back in the day. Isn't that him or is that his brother? In the Back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, he was very thin. Yeah. I, when I watched it last night, I was like, well, I did not realize Alec Baldwin was this thin. Yeah. Wow. See, and when I look at him, I'm like, he just looks so different to me because that's how I think of like movie star Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to get gross. Listen, there's a study that came out virtually depicting how disgusting humans are. And Donna has long said, let's face it. We're all disgusting. <laughs> we'll dig into this study when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my t- Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, uh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. Uh, ew. Uh, boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously Cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Cover, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies. Ladies. Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great Local company right here in Minnesota. Chill boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. We are buddies. Mm-hmm. Shall we study? Okay. I don't like this one. Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. 
Donna, you've said we're all disgusting. I said I assume we're all disgusting. I just assume. Like, when we're alone, we're just disgusting people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a study about that today. Shut your face. I don't love it. You don't love it. If we need the bail, I have a backup study. And it's a safe study. Okay. Okay? Why don't we just go right to that one? (laughs) Let's just dip our toe in the water All right. This is an online survey, and it asked people about just some embarrassing behaviors. And it found that, for instance... (laughs) 93% of us, or those surveyed who now represent us, say that they pick their nose when no one's around. Mm. Some people do it when others are around. <laughs> yeah, driving right by. I tell you, yeah, driving, I have seen people in the rearview mirror, and I like have to look away. I really struggle with nose stuff. I'm not saying that I'm above this, okay? I'm not saying anything to the court, to the judge, to the fine people of these cities. I'm admitting nothing. I'm denying nothing. I'm a man of the people. I would just say I would happily clean the dirtiest diaper that my baby could provide. But when it comes to using the bulb syringe on their nose, and there's a thing called a nose Frida for babies, which actually makes me almost want to... Okay, okay, we're, you know, just keep in mind it's Mm -hmm. lunch hour. I know, I'm not saying anymore. I'm just saying I can't deal with nose stuff. Again, I'm not admitting or denying. Mm. In the bathroom, do you ever skip the whole hand-washing thing because you're just too lazy? 69% of people said yes. I would like to defend myself here. What, am I on trial? Yes. Let's say right now I'm wearing... A bomb pair of olive green joggers, hypothetically. (laughs) I can go into the commode room. I can pull the waistband of my joggers down. And now my tackle's out. I can pee. I can pull back up the waistband. And I have made zero contact with any of my stuff. That's fine. Oh, good okay. for you. Right. Okay. That is a talent, though, buddy. I got to admit. And now my son says, do I still have to if I didn't touch? Because I taught him, you know, if you're just like wearing like shorts or something, you could do that. I don't need to know all of this. Have you ever soiled yourself besides when you were a baby? 30 30- Oh my gosh, you guys. 36% of us have done it as a teenager or an an adult. The last time that I crapped my pants, I was actually changing one of our kids, and the irony was not lost on me. (laughs) (laughs) And I just hung my head. I finished, by the way. I just, not, not. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Crappy, I just finished. <laughs> I finished changing the diaper for the baby. And then I just calmly walked back into my bedroom and said to my wife, hey, I just grabbed my pants and went right into the shower. I notice you're being awfully quiet on all of these. (laughs) Your silence is a bit of an admission, I would say. (laughs) Have you worn the same pair of underwear two days in a row? I suppose the options are yes, no, or this past weekend. I'll take C, Bob. (laughs) I've never done that, ever. I don't know why you would. would, Unless you were... Laziness. You wake up, you're still wearing the same undies from the day before. And then you're, it's 5 p.m. before you know it. you've been sitting around and you're thinking, oh, these are the same underwear from yesterday. Oh, okay, if you're, if you're just staying in your house and not going anywhere, that yeah. I get. I, I wouldn't go to work wearing the same underwear. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I, okay. That, no, that's, that's nasty. The last one I'm going to read, because the other ones that just gross me out. No, don't. 83% of us admit to doing this in the shower. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. That's fine. No lie. You're in the shower. Yeah. Peeing in the shower. I mean, shower. it's not like peeing in the tub. Or like sink. Yeah. It's not like you're <laughs> basting in it. Right. Acting like it's a going drunk. down the drain. Yeah. The water's already going. It's We're fine. <sighs> One in five women oh, said that this year they sprouted their first gray hair. Sprout. Chia pet. <laughs> chia, 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 chia. Chia seeds. I never had a chia pet. I would really like a Bob Ross chia pet. <laughs> I'd Can like you get that for me? <laughs> they sell baby Yoda chia pets. Shut up. Grow to the friggin' grew chia pets. That's cute. And then you can, could come out and say, look what grow grew. Hey, yo. <laughs> Uh, that looks like fun. Like, what do you just like put some mud on his head and yeah, then watch it sprout? I think so. What is what kind of plant is that? Um, okay, what kind of yeah, is it a common weed? A clover? Chia pets are American styled terracotta figurines used to sprout chia. Oh, oh. It's chia. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we idiots? Yep, we really are today, especially. Uh yeah, oh my gosh. Nineteen ninety-nine at Target. Baby Yoda Chia Pet, and he's in his little baby carrier thing. And he doesn't grow Chia on his face. It grows around him. Oh, cute. Okay, I love it. I love it. Oh. And now we're going to dance. Yeah. Do you know that Betty White is going to be 99 next week? Yeah. That's incredible. Somebody asked her what she's doing. You know, these days, what she's going to do for her birthday? She said, well, normally I'd be out running five miles a day, but apparently Hmm. can't do that right now. Hmm. I'll be right back. Okay, good. (laughs) We'll we'll get to our Facebook question coming up next. Hey, good morning. Happy hump day. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show. We're back. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. We're here. We're here. here. Don't worry. We're here for you. Our Facebook question today Looks from ra- rather optimistic. Yeah, you want to say it together? Sure. No, not together. What was your best memory 
from 2020. Boy, have we kicked that year around. We've taken it out back and just repeatedly kicked it in the ribs. We didn't like it at all. But there was still some good that happened in the midst of an otherwise very difficult year. And we asked you to share it so that we could celebrate together. Like uh, something like this. Aaron says, I was a workaholic that was out of my house and away from my kids way too much. And now I work mostly from home except for about five hours a day instead of 12. I am loving it. Oh, really? That's quite an interesting response. Steve. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, how, how are you liking working from home? It is, there are pros and cons to it. It's not all great and it's not all bad. It's clunky. It's, it's just a little clunky. Okay. Do you want a quick for instance? Yes. For instance, uh, I'll go downstairs and I will, um, uh, put makeup on, blah, 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 blah. And then I will pull out the end table that I use and then uh, a coffee table tray that I have to turn over on top of that end table to then put the little tripod up so it's at the right height and then the ring light. Then I got to pull the kitchen chair over there and then I have to use the iPad to dial into the noon news. And then right after I do the noon news, I'll get off at like 12.55. Then I have to put the iPad away. I've got to get the Mac out. I got to switch the Bluetooth headphones from my phone over to the MacBook get the microphone off that I was using on the iPad because I don't use it on that anymore. And then we've got to dial Skype, set up the Skype recorder, record the Skype calls, and then start looking ahead to whatever's on that day's show. So it's it's clunky stuff, whereas normally you'd walk into a studio, put a mic on, sit down. And it's just these... Okay. All right. I tell you what, I get no respect. <laughs> no respect. Multiple machines. You are your own IT yeah. It's just clunky. Well, you know what I didn't like about working from home would be not being able to see all the things that you need to see to get to the next thing. Like everything is invisible. Use more vague terms describing it this time around. <laughs> not being able to see so all the things have, that you need to like, get to the next thing. So I can look at everything that is coming up on our show right now. And I don't mean on a desktop computer, I mean our show log. I can see the commercials that are coming up. I can see when I have a live commercial that I need to do. I can right. see the bumper music. I, you know, all that stuff. And then I can press buttons on our sound effects like I just did. You can't do any of that from home. You're leaving right. it in the hands of whoever is running your board for you. Yes. Anyway, I assume your baby was probably the best part of last year, huh? Uh, you know, the baby came in 2019. Uh, oh. I'm going to say going down a water slide at Great Wolf Lodge with my kids. Oh, isn't that cute? That was a really fun... I love water slides. Yeah, those are really fun. And in the midst of such a stressful year where you're contemplating so many things and working in a different way, there are very few people who get to the bottom of a water slide and they're not smiling. And they have this big inner tube that you get on and you can put six people on it. And so... There were four of us, me and three of the kids who went down together, and it was just so much fun. Yeah, you're making memories. That was Telling great. You. Let's yeah. go to Stephanie. She's uh, standing by. We've got uh, full phone banks. Oh, hey, Stephanie. You're on My Talk 1071. Highlight of your 2020 was what? Hi, you guys. I found out on Thanksgiving, on our tiny little Thanksgiving get-together, um, 
that I'm going to be a grandma for the first time. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. And it just, I just forgot everything else. Oh, that's beautiful. Love it. That's really fantastic. Now, is it your daughter, your son? My son. And when are they due? They are due at the end of March. Oh, my gosh. So coming up real soon. So I'm crocheting my little heart out. Oh, Oh, yes. As a grandmother should. That's really lovely. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Stephanie. Stephanie. Thank you, guys. Bye. All right, Barb is hanging on. Uh, Barb number one on line two. Hi, Barb. Hey, Barb. Hey, Barb. Um, I have two really, really big ones. Okay. Okay, the very first one is that um, February 17th of 2020, I received a double lung transplant. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Whoa, that's crazy. That's fantastic. After six years of living with a fatal disease. Oh, oh my, my gosh, word. Barb. That's great How are news. the new lungs working out? Well, so it's not a picnic. I can tell you that, but yeah. um, I'm very blessed, and I'm almost 11 months in, and... Um, wow. Very, very grateful. And then the second thing is our own Kathy Werzer from Twin Cities Public Television. Yes. Uh, she interviewed me twice for her podcast, huh. which is called End in Mind. And it is um, to help people to understand and be easier living their fullest life while dealing with a fatal disease. Wow. That's Barb. Be careful out there, and thank you for sharing that. That's really exciting. I told you they were big ones. I don't know that we can top that. Is anybody else on the phone? It's going to really be a a one. For sure. Yes. God bless you, Barb. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much. Bye. We've got Barb number two on line three. Hi, Barb. Hi, my turn. You're on. Um. Well, I had two highlights also. The first one was my daughter got engaged. Oh, and the sweet. Sec- the second one is um, I found out after being a fan of Steve's for quite a while and listening to you on TV and on radio that we're from the same hometown. What? Oh, my gosh. Hey, wait a second. Barb. Yes. Are you the one who went to high school with my mom? Yes. <gasps> okay, Barb. I Listen, yes. I actually brought this up to my mom when I was in Pennsylvania over Christmas, and I said, Mom, I forgot to tell you, there is a really strange connection. Barb, I need you to send me an email again. Send the picture. She sent a yearbook picture, Donna, of my mother and said, is that your mom? Oh, my god. She gosh. knew, like, my mom and my aunts, uncles, the whole the whole Scott Crazy. family. Crazy. Where did your mom grow up, Steve? Springdale, Pennsylvania, a town of 4,000 now, a smaller town uh, then. Wow. Yeah, how about that? Small world, Barbie huh? doll, send me an email. <laughs> Barbie doll. I will do that. Thanks. Have a good right. day. Bye, Love Barb. You, Barb. All right, uh, Barb. Diane is on the line. Oh, we're taking non-Barb calls? Yep. <laughs> Hi, Diane. <laughs> You're, on my talk. You're on my talk. You're on my talk. Hi, how good are morning, you? guys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to tell you I had a really nice surprise a couple months back. My sweet honey of 16 years surprised me with a trip to Florida in April. Oh, well, how fun is that to get out of the state? And you probably got out at a time when you could still get out of the state. Oh, no, it's it's April 2021. All right. That we'll be going. Oh, you will be going. Okay. That's exciting, too. We've we've traveled a ton of times, but we've always gone with other people. We've never gone just the two of us. 
We got a studio condo that is absolutely gorgeous, delightful, right oh. on the beach. Oh my god! Oh. I can't wait to spend a week just with him. Have oh, that's the, really great. Have the best time, Diane. Thank you. I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. Ah, I'll listen to you while I'm there. Oh yay! That's right. Yes. Download the app. <laughs> Send us an email. I'll speak to you when I was in the Dominican. Oh, oh, thank you, Lady Diana. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Love you guys. Bye. Love you we too. love you. Um, let's let Mary have Mary? the final word. Hi, Mary. Mary, Mary. Oh, hi. This is hi. Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary. Um, uh, my highlight doesn't match the first bar, but mm. I suffered with a lot of pain and could barely walk. And I had surgery, and I can walk, and I'm back at work. Yay, oh, that's Mary. great. Woo! That is fantastic. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, nothing worse than feeling, you know, just physically feeling bad. Mm-hmm. You know, constantly, like people who deal with chronic pain, that's just, ugh, oh, a terrible thing. So glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for sharing. It totally Thanks, changes your outlook on life. Absolutely. Oh, I bet it does. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing, Mary. Thank you. Bye. Lots Donna. of people saying there are lots of babies being born. Yes, Steve. What was your highlight? Oh, thanks for asking. Let's see. Was it my wallet being stolen? Oh, no. no. Donna. Was Donna. it? Uh, That's being negative. Be? Um, I'm adopting a, a new dog. Buddy. Took me, a, it took me a long time to get to that place where I felt like I can open my heart to a new puppy after my heart was so broken by my maxi poo poo. Um, leaving me so and in what way what's the main way that max and buddy are the same a lot of similarities um they're they're little lovers just want love they just live for love do they like to snuggle and cuddle on the couch yep oh in fact my roommate sent me a picture just a few minutes ago because i rearranged some furniture in my house upper level thanks for asking <laughs> oh, gosh, um, i'd love to see a photo i it just needed to get more balance in the room it was it had been bothering me for a long time so i kind of made it so that the dog couldn't get on the furniture Ooh. so he sent me a picture and he said look look at who is super comfortable and fits perfectly and i'm like uh. damn it and he wrote you will never win this game. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I know. Um, so, yeah, that and I took a trip to South Dakota. Yes. Um, and loved it. Like, I never in my life thought I would travel to South Dakota, but it turned out to be one of the best trips I've ever taken. Oh, that's really great. Highly recommend. Great family trip. I mean, not for me, but for you. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Ben Lieber, our buddy Ben Lieber. Yes. He took a trip out to South Dakota as well and was raving about it. It's very beautiful. It's so beautiful and so different. Like, and you forget that you're in the United States and the animals, the animals alone, seeing so many buffalo, like hundreds and hundreds of buffalo that you can just walk right outside your car window. It's just amazing. It's breathtaking. Thank you. I am Grant. Well, getting to work with you guys was probably the highlight, honestly. I'm not trying to be weird here, but I lost a job earlier in the year, got another job, and it was actually one of the worst things that happened to me, but then it turned out to be one of the best things that happened to me. So, Ain't that something, man? Good answer. Good answer, Grant. That is called divine disappointment, I am Grant. You look back on these, what you view as a failure at the time, a disappointment, 
And months down the line, yeah. if you just stay the course, you'll look back yeah. so grateful oh, yeah. that those no's were there. Oh, trust me. It's the best thing, as, best and worst that ever happened to me. As Garth Brooks says, sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Yes. You got to know when to hold on. That would be Kenny Rogers, and we'll be back. And we're back for the final Hi. stretch of the Donna and Steve show. Hey, Steve. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's hey. my talk about seven one. It's the Donna and Steve show. Hey, Steve. Already covered that. Shoot. Thank you. Sorry. It's okay. They just said repetition is how we learn. I'm trying. To, I'm trying new things this new year, and not many of yeah, them. Yeah, let's aren't not do that. Working well. Mm. Hey, bad news for Jimmy Fallon. Ooh. Oh yeah. Scored the worst ratings in tonight's show history on Monday. How bad? Thanks for asking, Donna. Didn't crack a million. Wow. Really bad. This is since they started tracking this uh, back in 1986. Now, it's presumed that before that, you know, Johnny Carson was doing bang-up numbers. There weren't that many channels, and he was the unargued king of the world, king of late night. Uh, It was 947,000 total viewers on Monday night, Stephen Colbert, also Colbert, his late show on CBS won that evening with 2 million viewers. Wow. Abaca's Jimmy Kimmel Live came in second place Abaca. with 1.67 million total viewers. Okay, that's that's a pretty significant difference. Yeah. You know, I love, I love Fallon's spirit. Um, I like that we have different choices. If you want nothing but relentless political... Go to Stephen Colbert. If you love political humor, he will deliver it for you night after night. I think I'm a Kimmel girl. If you want a little, like, let's tap into the viral videos that are out there. Let's hit some political. Jimmy Kimmel's your guy. And if you just want to lean into the silly, Jimmy Fallon. So I like that there are three different flavors of ice cream to choose from. I have a question regarding what's happening with The Tonight Show. So they moved him out of his house to the set, but it's this holdover set. It's we're not home yet set. It's not the traditional one. He's not up at his big desk. They have him at this other desk. Mm. And his hair looks all... Like, click on that link, D-Bone. Link him up. Uh, Clicking, clicking, efforting, efforting. He just looks sort of disheveled and... His hair looks... It looks like he's wearing a wig, like a George Washington (laughs) wig. It's weird. It's just a little bit weird how they're trying to do this this go-between. How Um, old is he? Uh, my guess is he's four, 47, maybe five. Oh, um, that's my guess. I don't know. Efforting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, 46. Okay. But we'll that's a uh, difference. Okay. That's a low number, though. And it's it's again, it's not like Colbert was at one point one million and Kimmel was at one right. million. You know, Colbert was up over two. But when it's when it's politically hot. Colbert really thrives. That's how he really got his footing. Because he, there was talk, if you can believe it, five years ago, even in early 2016, late 2015, talk of, I remember reading the story on this very show during a Steve O'Clock, if I'm not mistaken, are they considering James Corden to take over the late show and Ugh. move in Colbert to the uh, late, late show? Mm, yuck. What? I just, I, I mean, oranges and oranges. Right? Like, if you're going to switch it up, switch it up, yeah? Uh-huh. I I have a TV question. 
Okay. Since you, you know, you work in television. You heard? Are the, oh, good for you. <laughs> are your, are the ratings measured the same way as they always have been? Or have they changed because the way people view and consume late they, night is so different? Uh, they have, have they changed? They have changed slowly. They're not fully up to speed, but like they factor in, I think a couple days later is when you get all of your DVR viewing okay. that comes in. But the, I, as far as I know, the ratings have been slow, slower evolving than how we consume media. This okay. doesn't take into account what are they all doing on YouTube. Okay, that's my question. Like that. Yeah, that exists because digitally. Because if they did that, I wonder if that number would be higher because his audience is probably... Younger, younger than Colbert's and young people really aren't watching live television. Yeah. I hear you, sister. So I'm, I need to know a little bit more. And you know, maybe the folks that, uh, and it depends on how they're monetizing that, right? If you can monetize the digital side of it, YouTube, if you can get people to advertisers to buy in and pay, then that really softens and shrinks the distance and softens right. the blow. Right. But if Colbert's clips are doing great online, then it's, you know, the distance is the distance. Right. I opted out of a uh, ratings. I used to get overnight ratings emails from uh, on television. And uh, and I just said, nah, you can take me off of that list. I don't I don't no. need to see the daily. Give me big picture stuff. I think when people in the world of TV look at those every day, some people become prisoner to them and they think, oh, well, last night we did good. And that means that, oh, we led oh, with this no. kind of thing. And then you psychoanalyze and it's the tail wagging the dog very often because there's yes. so many variables that cause you to uh, have a lot of what look like a lot of eyeballs watching you. Not to mention how it's all, how they do it all in the world of TV is weird too. You know, if Judy in Cottage Grove turns off the show that she's watching, mm -hmm. then she represents a thousand people or whatever it is. And then it's, it's sort of weird. Yes, 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 totally. Um, by the way, um, there is a website called Bonus Finder that is hiring a professional binge watcher, and they will pay someone $500 to watch Netflix and eat pizza, then post reviews of the shows and the pizzas. And if you're interested, you can apply on their website through February 12th. Sorry. The They're going to pick the person at random, by the way. Why did Grant fart bomb your story? I didn't mean to. I was trying to move some buttons around, and I had a pot up. My apologies, guys. Continue. I was like, wow, he well, hates that's, that's story. That's a whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, did. I stopped listening once it's I heard fine. it. It's fine. Steve, by the way, we did get an email. Oh. And this person, who I don't have the email in front of me, otherwise I would give her name out, by the way. Melta. 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 She basically wonders if you're wearing a mask when you're smoking meat. No. She suggests that perhaps you do that. Could Is be. my cough? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm -hmm. love getting out and standing in the smoke as it billows off mm -hmm. of the smoker. Oh, I love it. Ick. Like my favorite moment. I want to instantly smell. That's what's irritating your throat, probably. Like a campfire. See, I, yeah, I always feel bad the next day after a, a campfire. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I want to put that sweatshirt on again after a campfire. Oh, I hate it. Uh, wow. It gives me a headache. And me too. I have to shower. Even if I've had having many, yep. as many adult beverages as I can from a bonfire, I will go home and shower because if I fall asleep and wake up, instant migraine. Yep. Wow. Yes. Even uh, making a fire in, in my cabin, I'm always like, oh God, people are like, let's keep stoking the fire. And yeah, I'm like, when can we put it out? smell. Yeah, no, not good. Oh, Hurts my Donna. chest. Yeah, no. Oh, this is a real bummer way to yeah, end today's program. Sorry. I know. Oh, no. Donna. <laughs> Who's your ride? Who's riding you home today? Uh, why do I need a ride? I don't know. Oh, did you drive yourself today? Yeah, I drove myself. Okay, yeah. little miss big girl in the house. <laughs> You're such a weirdo. Donna. You're weird. A, you're a weirdo. A nickel for the, every time that someone has said to me, you're the weirdest person I know. Oh. Or yeah. you are so weird. I'd be Scrooge McDuck. Let's try to curb the weirdness tomorrow. <laughs> Just an idea. Oh, yeah. We have a meeting with our boss tomorrow. I'll be, I'm going to be very newsy tomorrow. <laughs> Here are the latest headlines. <laughs> It'll be me like that project down in Dirty. Totally. Date line Hollywood. All right. All right. We're going to go try to curb the I love yous, too. That's getting weird. That's fine. I will. I do want to squeeze one thing in before we go. I love you all so passionately. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Almost a reverence. Have a great day. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. I love you guys. Oh, man. Very hard.